tonight on Rogue Padron. The Death Star is here for some reason. Wait, <laughs> there's more than one person with three eyes? And Akbar is the only one with a brain cell. <laughs> That's true. We all know that. Of course there's a Death Star here. Of course. Of course. It's the it's the uh inverse this is the expanded universe. <laughs> <laughs> there's a an inverse relationship between the quality of a Star Wars story and the uh, number of Death Stars <laughs> present therein. <laughs> it's my theory of Death Star. It sounds presence. right. Chekhov's Death Star. <laughs> Chekhov's Death Star, yeah. <laughs> this is Rogue Leader. All wings report in. Rogue Six standing by. Rogue 7, standing by. Rogue 9, standing by. Rogue 3, standing by. Listeners, welcome to Season 17, Mission 2, Episode 141 of Rogue Padron. Tonight, Nailed it. Thanks, Danny. Tonight, we are going to finish <laughs> up Glove of Darth Vader, Chapters 5 through 7. But before that, a quick reminder of your hosts. All right. <laughs> I wrote this a few days ago. If Ash, Rogue 9, was a Bath and Body Works signature scent... She'd be mahogany teakwood high intensity because Ash, Ash goes hard at woodworking. That's true. I think I know I'm one out of those five words. <laughs> mahogany? Mm. Teakwood high intensity. <laughs> no? Okay. I'm only Just into high. high intensity woodworking. Yeah, only high intensity. <laughs> like a little frog drum. <laughs> Sorry, hold, sorry, hold up. <laughs> That's going to require some more explanation. Ash, <laughs> like a little frog drum. You know, things. on Twitter. Do I have to? Do I have to explain yeah, this? On Twitter, there's like a little instrument that looks like a frog and has ridges across the back. And like on Twitter, just... That's a thing in real life. Yeah, but like Ash posted it yeah, on Twitter I... and oh, okay. was like. I really want one of these, but they're all really expensive. And then I realized I do woodwork, so I could just make one. Oh, good tweet, Ash. Good dramatic reinterpretation of the tweet, Meg. Like a little, like a little frog, a little frog. frog. You rub. You, they got little ledges, yeah. and you rub it. It's back, and it sounds like it's riveting. I, I want love one. That. A little frog that. drum. <laughs> Saf Rook 7 would be coconut lime breeze because I imagine she would also try to eat the outer skin of a coconut like she does with limes. Uh, I can't say I haven't tried. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> what does it taste like? <laughs> it's very hard to hair? bite. <laughs> yes, it is. It kind of tastes like it pain. Tastes like hair. <laughs> oh, boy. 
If 2020 were a fruit, (laughs) it would be a coconut. Really hard to bite. (laughs) Because it tastes like pain. Really hard to bite. Tastes like hair. (laughs) Uh, Danny, Rogue Six would be crisp morning air because that's the best time for birds and also airbenders. Emphasis on the crisp. Yeah, Yeah. extremely crisp. Heath, Rogue Three, would be sweater weather because I have no doubt his family will have so many matching sweater photos. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Oh, that's so cute. That's the dream. That's the freaking dream. Guilty. And I'm Meg, Rogue Leader, and I obviously would be warm vanilla sugar because sometimes it's really too much, but you got some diehard forever fans. It's never too much. It's sometimes too much. Never for me. Sometimes too much. Never for me. Well, speaking of a thing being too much, I have a question about Star Wars. <laughs> Meg made a gesture. I don't know how to describe it. I'm ready to talk about the Star Wars question. Oh, Meg's ready to talk about the Star Wars question. Yeah. Hey, Meg. What? The fuck happened to our boy Will Lark? Ah, he got Gavin! <laughs> my baby boy Will got Gavin, just like my baby boy Gavin Darklater. <laughs> he looks so much like one of my friends it's very distressing he looks he he got facial hair and you know what happened after gavin got facial hair he had a soul and his heart crushed into a tiny 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 pieces it's well understood law of the universe that when you grow out your facial hair it will be subsequently followed by your soul being it's crushed into pain. tiny tiny pieces <laughs> yeah all right it's, let's it's let's back up just a bit it. let's go back in time a couple days okay we, uh, the, the cover and release date for Alphabet Squadron Volume 3, titled Forgotten by Danny. Victory's Price. Victory's Price. Totally not ominous. Totally chill. It's a really yeah. memorable title. Apparently. Right. And especially <laughs> Gavin's original promo f- picture for Alphabet Squadron, you know, had the words well. victory. Sorry. <laughs> you know, Gavin. <laughs> Gavin Lark. They've already become <laughs> one of the same. Yeah. <laughs> They've already just accepted <laughs> Will's fate. <laughs> Um, Will's photo has like the victory has a price, um, text right there. And then he's on the cover of the third book, Victory's Price. And I think Odie pointed out that the way that the ships are in formation is something that military like planes do, um, when they have a fallen comrade. Oh no. Yep. (laughs) I also noticed that the X-Wing is not there. Yeah. And instead. It's a tie. There's a tie. I don't, I don't like that at all. I really dislike. I really dislike that. Yeah, we got some things we dislike about this. <laughs> yeah, this book is gonna make me cry so. Much. Yeah, especially given the ending of book two. That's, uh... No spoilers. No spoilers. No sp- we'll oh, we'll read make, it soon. This book friends. is gonna absolutely destroy me. There is no way I'm gonna be out of this book intact. This is gonna be so much worse than Twilight Company. Yes, yes, it is. Yep. Um, I hadn't thought about how bad this was gonna be. So anyway, we're all very anxiously awaiting March 2nd, 2021. Yeah. First and foremost, because it means it will no longer be 2020. But second of all... It's bold of them to assume there's going to be a 2020. (laughs) I know. Let's speed up the publishing process on this one just just to be safe. Can you please have it out before November 3rd? Like, skip the Thrawn (laughs) book. Just get us... (laughs) It has to already be done if it's coming out in March. So... You can send oh, out that's, files. That's, that's fine. That's assuming a lot about authors hitting deadlines. <laughs>
<laughs> send it out. Send it out. It's true. It was only last <laughs> month that they delayed the release date of a, of a book by more than a year. So like, yeah, yeah. but this this is important. I don't know. This I is, have this is freed. No, I, I have faith I in freed. My head canon of Alexander Freed is that he's very good with deadlines. Yeah, I mean, he actually he is already a game studio. I assume that's a yes. And he's yeah. just like. He just seems like that kind yeah, of guy. Yeah, totally. He's a fucking dweeb. So, like, he's just... <laughs> he's, he's already done with them. He's just been waiting. <laughs> We'd love you, Freed. Please come on our podcast. Yeah. We like you a lot. You're so a dweeb much. like us. You're yeah, like the only author us. that we actually have not lost all hope of ever possibly having us a guest on the podcast. <laughs> and we still have respect for it. <laughs> we so, you, we yeah, so you and Aaron Alston are exclusively yeah. in that spot. Right, and, yeah. <laughs> so, come yeah. on the show! <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> okay, we can stop kicking, kicking, kissing off now. <laughs> I'll never stop doing off. either of those things. <laughs> yeah, neither. <laughs> Whew. Anyway, I'm worried. I'm worried about Will. I almost said Kevin again. <laughs> God damn it! I am too. Because I mean, I'm always worried about. I'm Gavin always Mark worried Warner. about Kevin. Is he, he okay? Has, is he eating enough? Like, of all of the characters, how are his kids? The most to sacrifice, and that scares me. Yeah. Yep. 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 So anyway, Super we're gonna fun Star Wars. we're gonna tie ourselves over by um, reading book two of Alphabet Squad. Mm-hmm. If we ever finish the Globe of Darth Vader, let's be real. This, this could take us a while, but yeah, yeah. if we ever so finish, long. then we'll then we'll dive into Ab Squad two to hold us over until March second. 2021 yeah. that supposed date that exists theoretically <laughs> a theoretical date in the future in the theoretical future i should say yeah mm-hmm. a lot of, a lot of theory happening here <laughs> yeah. yeah it's true it's true all right all right so uh in the globe of darth vader <sighs> we we ended off last episode i think uh where luke and akbar promised to save the space whales i think i didn't check because i can't be bothered yeah. to check but uh we open up chapter five uh uh trioculus <laughs> i hate him so much uh arrives on moncala to learn what captain dunwell has found he's the guy who left him a message uh in the last chapter or before left that him i don't know. <laughs> uh his Hiss uh, informs him that Dunwell wants to greet him with a quote-unquote 30-cannon salute and military procession, to which Three Eyes says, don't do that, because he's so cool and mysterious, and he doesn't want anyone to know he's what there. What the hell? He says, if um, I had wanted to be noticed, I would have asked for a parade, not a private meeting. Fair enough. Uh, they go to the uh, the Whaledon Processing Center. Mm, I hate it. And Dunwell says, a, a most imperial welcome to you. <laughs> Because dark greetings wasn't obvious enough. I, guess. <laughs> uh, I hate this book. Dark, I I <laughs> forgot dark about dark greetings. greetings. I'm sorry. Yeah, so did I. It's really good. <laughs> I gotta write that down so I remember. <laughs> just in case you weren't sure who just... the bad guys are. <laughs> yeah, dark. I I don't know which is worse: a most imperial welcome to you or dark greetings. Dark greetings. Is good. Is Definitely but, dark uh, greetings. Dark greetings. Yeah, because <laughs> anybody can use it. <laughs> No, only villains uh, can use it. I think that's the rule. Because <laughs> if you were a good guy, why would you say dark readings? That just doesn't check out. Maybe it's midnight. Yeah. Oh. It could be me doing opening shift. Yeah. Oh, wow. You just, just blew this dark? thing wide open, Meg. Yeah. Yeah. I'm smart like How that. are we supposed to differentiate dark from lack of light from dark for evil? I think it's probably Capcom. Context. Mm. Listen, we we're still Star Wars that. fans. Star Wars episode 10. We're Star Wars fans. We're not that good at content. <laughs> <laughs> we're currently reading no. The Glove of Darth Vader. 
Yeah. <laughs> so the context here is it's evil. <laughs> Fair. Because it's being said by a three-eyed mutant. Okay. I'm with yeah. you now. Wow. Yeah. That's a lot of stereotypes. That, that'll usually do it. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um... <laughs> Dunwell tells Three Eyes that he found pieces of the second Death Star in the Valley of Giant Oysters, continuing the trend that this book has of just naming wait, things what they are. Wait, wait, tell me more about the Valley of okay. Giant Oysters. Listen, that's giant where you oysters. live, Meg. They're giant oysters. And Luke is like, wow, they could swallow me in one bite. And I'm like, oysters? Oh, <laughs> hell yeah, they can't swallow, but like, well, well, those are some sexy oysters. Okay, hold on, I'm ready. They all have, I have giant to write pearls too, down. apparently. They have what? They all have giant pearls. <gasps> yeah. Yeah. So they're all just showing off their giant pearls, ready to, like, oh my God. Oh snap my God. up Luke and apparently swallow him whole. Valley of giant He says that he can hardly believe it, because Endor is literally millions of miles away, and Moth Hissa responds with some bullshit, which is the intense gravity of black holes and other interstellar forces, causes warps, folds, and buckles in space. Asteroids and spaceships have tumbled, have tumbled into three space warps and suddenly reappeared millions of miles away. The same thing must have happened to this debris from the Imperial Death Star. That's how space oh, works. That's a convenient excuse. <laughs> that sounds planted. <laughs> this is a conspiracy. It's, been, it's like literally fake out in space. Like, Shut up, kids. It makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Um, oh man. D- uh, Dunwell explains that he found a piece of the ship, uh, the Death Star, the that ship. is, that has been completely burned up with a glove inside. <gasps> and there's only one explanation of what that could be. <laughs> no one else has had a glove. Dunwell. <laughs> I have a question. Is Dunwell and Leviathor meant to be like some fucking Moby Dick bullshit? Because Leviathor's like white. Uh... I've never read Moby Dick. I'm just. <laughs> I, mean, uh, I don't know too, enough about it? Moby Dick to answer that. What was it? Couldn't tell you. <laughs> I think Dunwell is a nautical term too. Oh, the first thing I get is Dunwell donuts, so maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> maybe if I look up Dunwell because I'm not in America. Oh my gosh! Okay. I want these Dunwell donuts. Hang on. They have a baby Yoda donut. <gasps> what? Everything. Well, I guess it's just a reg- It's actually just a regular Yoda donut. It's got white hair. Oh, oh, never mind then. That's least exciting. Pass. <laughs> Nobody wants to eat Yoda. <laughs> Speak for yourself. Um, Dunwell files up his whaled-on hunting submarine, and Three Eyes comments that if there was ever a battle on Mon Cala, he can't ever let this ship get into the rebels' hands. And Dunwell says he'd sooner destroy the ship than let that happen, which I'm sure isn't foreshadowing at I'm all. I'm sure it's fine. <laughs> um, no, it's fine. Appreciate, uh, appreciate the subtlety of the pros here, as always. <laughs> Yes, yeah. the thing that is best about Glove of Back- Darth Vader is the subtlety. <laughs> Back with Luke and Akbar, they're in the the domed city of Aquarius, not the doomed city mm, the of doomed Aquarius. City. Uh, <laughs> things, things can be two <laughs> things, Ash. Yeah, yeah it's, it's we're not going back from this. It's the doomed city. It's the doomed, it's city. The doomed city. The doomed domed city. Yeah. I don't trust a dome city. Like, they always get destroyed. And I don't trust a doomed city, because they also always get destroyed. <laughs> yeah, so... So if, a do- so if a domed city is eventually a doomed city, does that just make it a doomed yeah. city? it does. That's the transitive property of cities. Um, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> thank you, thank Let's you very much, I'll be here all night. Back in the doomed city of Aquarius. <laughs> 
Luke transmits the data about Three Eyes to the Republic, and he starts like getting angry at the Republic and himself for not believing the reports about uh, Palpatine's son earlier, and then just believing the Empire when they said, no, he doesn't exist, what are you talking about? And he says this quote, which, how could any anyone believe anything the Empire said when the Empire changed the official truth day by day to suit its convenience? And I'm like, wow, that hits a little too close to home right That's now. That's like probably the realest line in this entire book. Like, <laughs> the only thing that had thought put into it. <laughs> he had one thing to say in this book, and that was it. Um... So uh, now that Luke has transferred the information about Three Eyes to the uh, Republic, Akbar decides it's time to save the space whales, because he's the best. And he takes them, Luke kind of asks about the situation, and Akbar takes him to the Whale Dawn graveyard to better explain the situation. And he explains that the Mon Calamari have been trying to stop the Empire from hunting... Uh, the the whale dons, but they can't stop them from butchering the whale dons, and that the the whale dons are actually vital to Moncala's ecosystem. As most animals and are. Yeah, yeah, they keep the water warm. And Akbar says, without them, Moncala might be thrown into a, a new ice. Wait, 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 I'm not sure how wait. That so there's like how a do the whales keep the water warm? <laughs> Luke was like, why bother stopping the whales from dying? <laughs> and Akbar's like, because they're part of the ecosystem. <laughs> Luke, you little shit. <laughs> Maybe you grew up in a desert with nothing living there, but uh, other planets work different. There's like a page-long explanation about how the whale dons are important to the ecosystem of Moncala, and it's literally just reverse climate change. Oh my yeah. god. It's because the whale dons put carbon into the atmosphere, and because the carbon traps heat, if you remove the whale dons, then there'll be less carbon in the atmosphere, meaning that less heat gets trapped in the atmosphere, and we go into winter and we all die. How much this extra start carbon about. do the whales put out? <laughs> the no, whale no, dons, the the dons eat the little the plants or plankton that grow at the surface of our oceans. If those little plants spread and become too plentiful as they breathe, they could use up all the carbon dioxide in our atmosphere. The process of photosynthesis. <laughs> like It goes into great depth what? to explain <laughs> photosynthesis and climate dynamics. This is the most... <laughs> This is the most detailed explanation of anything in this book. Everything else is like two sentences and we're and done. Like, this is like, no, I have lots of thoughts on how the whale dons are vital to Mon You don't have to give justification for wanting to stop. By whales it's, it's just amazing that this author managed to like be like put out some actual climate change propaganda in 1992. Like that wasn't really a thing yet. <laughs> no. It's the one thing that he did right was like explain climate change and why it's a problem and it's like not even an issue the world's paying attention to yet. Yeah, but I bet no one understood because it was the reverse. And right. like none like pe- humans are just like yeah, like that doesn't make any sense because it's called global warming, and like it's not yeah, happening one, like, to us. Once again, the prose is just too intricate, and the metaphors are just a little bit too like complicated. I think what it's we can true. say is that this author was clearly just the ahead text, of his time. The text is too complex. The text is yeah. too complex. That's, that <laughs> seems to be <laughs> seems to be what's happening here. <laughs> Trioculus is actually a metaphor. No, it's just, uh, it's just I would love to know what Triaculus is a metaphor for. It looks like we have our listener question. Um, <laughs> to clearly see yes. global warming happening and fascism. <laughs> That's all it's a metaphor for. So, Akbar then notices something on the radar 
uh, of their, they're in like a mini sub. They never, I don't think the book ever explains that they're in a mini sub. He just has, Akbar just has a radar. <laughs> Again, very advanced text. You use the context clues to infer. Yeah. As we all know, the famous thing that Moncala has is a built-in radar system. Um, oh my god, I lost my place. What was I talking about? <laughs> radar system. Akbar notices something on the, something on the radar, and they find the whaled on hunting sub. Which, of course, is this big elaborate thing that they used to, like, suck the whale dons in from the water. And then they watch. You're not going to like this next bit either. They watch in horror as Leviathor is hurting away all the whale dons from the ship, but he's not fast enough to get away, so he gets sucked into the ship. And I hate this book. Not Leviathan. (laughs) Do you think that. And then How how are you. Is it possible to tell if a whale don is crying because their tears just become part of the ocean around them? They're definitely crying. They're definitely crying. They go like 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 uh, orcas do. Yeah, yeah. Oof. Yeah, it's terrible. And, uh, <laughs> Feel bad, listeners. Feel real bad. <laughs> yeah, this is like surprisingly dark for a book that's mostly dumb. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Akbar says now that Leviathor is gone, there's no hope uh, for the Whale Dons. He basically gives up. But Luke's like in typical Luke Skywalker fashion. He refuses to give up, and he's like, we gotta save the whales, Akbar! Oh, now Luke cares. <laughs> now, now that Luke he's cares. seen the horrors, he couldn't have just have taken Akbar's word for it. This is the problem with society today. It's true. No one is taking this coronavirus seriously because no one is seeing the effects of it firsthand. There are too many Luke Skywalkers in our world, and that is why we are it's still in the midst of a global pandemic. It's true. More Akbars, less Lukes. More yes. Akbars, less Lukes. Say it louder, Meg. More Akbar's less Luke's. Less Luke's. <laughs> a Star Wars story. <laughs> um, they they arrive in the Valley of the Giant Oysters, to which Luke explains in great detail what's going on. Uh, there's basically giant oysters. They have pearls in it, but there's a bunch of metal pieces floating everywhere, and it's really depressing. But um, how? How can it be really depressing in the Valley of the Giant Oysters? <laughs> Because the Empire is terrible. Okay, it's the Empire's fault? Because <laughs> yeah, that's where the bit of the, the second Death Star uh, right, landed. Right, right. I don't okay, know. it's fucked yeah. up because of the Empire. Because I was like, this author knows nothing about oysters if they think that the Valley of the Giant Oysters is a bad place. The Death Star 2 is just like emanating bad vibes. Yeah. <laughs> it's the glove of Darth Vader. Uh, it's emanating dark power vibes. or whatever. Oh, sure, yeah. The glove's like dark greetings, Coral, and like bleaches it. <laughs> Oh, no. dark, dark greetings from the glove of Darth Vader. <laughs> That's what the stationery says. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna send a postcard. <laughs> I kind of want to draw that postcard now. Just say, Heath, you've got your cover art for this episode now. <laughs> I'll, I'm gonna do this. Uh, where is this postcard being sent from? Um, from Moncala. From the Valley of the Giant Oysters. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> and then it just says Saf make an email. I, I don't. I didn't put it in there. Don't put it in there. I did not. Oh, it's hate, I see. <laughs> it was me. <laughs> okay, the problem here is that Evie's are not excited. They don't make any exciting sounds. It's kind of more like a... Kind of thing. I looked up YouTube videos because I was curious. Uh, they're not exciting. I'm okay. sorry, Heath. 
I was told last week that we can request Saf sound effects now, so I'm just taking advantage of that new feature of Roblox. <laughs> it has nothing to do with anything. You just wanted to try it out. No, nothing at Apropos all. Apropos yeah. of absolutely nothing. Yeah. I'm sorry, Emu's are not an exciting sound. Ooh, I'm sorry to disappoint you like this. <sighs> You'd think they would have a more exciting noise, week. but they don't. So, uh, so Akbar has R2 examine the metal that's just floating around everywhere. And Akbar, because he's so smart, figures out that because of the composition of the metal and the coating of it, that it was only used on the second Death Star. So it has to be from the second Death Star. I don't know. Akbar's really smart. Yeah, I trust Akbar. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, We then cut to uh, three eyes and crew that are trying to blow up, and they're trying to blow up the Death Star yet again. Wait. Because twice wasn't enough. Um, and he blows a hole in the side of the debris, searches for a bit, and then uses his third eye <laughs> to finally find the glove of Darth Vader. So, see, three eyes is kind third... of a blessing because he's able to do so much more multitasking. You know? Yeah, like, like does the third eye see in a different like light spectrum? It does spectrum? not state that at all. It does not. I don't like. Know. How did terrifying. specifically the third eye? So I, can, I, I wanna, assume it moves independently. Then that's right. what I was gonna say. Like, are we sure? I, do we, does the third eye move independently from the other two eyes? Because no, like closed, our eyes just like closed move the other two eyes. So so that so the he third eye has to have something has to see something differently. Yeah, the book does not clarify if it does. It just treats it like a normal. It's kind of like pred- like it can see force. It can see like force vibes. No, Ooh. I don't think Triaculus has any force sensitivity whatsoever. Can't see bad vibes. <laughs> you can see dark. This is my bad vibes detector. Bad vibes. <laughs> so Triaculus uses his third eye, the one that Palpatine never had, uh, to find the glove of Darth Vader. And <laughs> I wish on. that meant this book was over, but it doesn't. This book is not over, unfortunately. He has a line. He has a line in like chapter two of the book where he's like. Pal- uh, like my father did many great things, but he didn't have three what? eyes. Like, I just—that's like an actual. And you know, Palpatine had an inferiority <laughs> complex about it too. He was always like, compensating for the fact that he didn't have a third eye. That's why he became a villain. No. He had a son, and it had three eyes. He was like, "Holy shit! I could have been so much more. I could have had three. <laughs> so the thir- okay, the third eye has to be different somehow. This trioculus just wants it to be different. No, it has it has to be different. We find out later some interesting information about trioculus that'll okay. clarify a okay. lot of this. Because um, I, am- I don't know if it'll clarify much, but it will do something. <laughs> Exp- it will do something. Yeah. Um, back with Luke, uh, he decides he can't just stand by and do nothing while Three Eyes gets the gloves. He suggests surrendering because then they'll have to take him aboard the ship and then they can attack him. And then he's like, maybe we should just attack, because it was an old Jedi rule of thumb to attack when the odds were overwhelmingly against you, when there was no other possible way to save your own life or the life of an ally. Is, and I don't know. That, no, no there isn't. That is not a Jedi rule. <laughs> it's not a Jedi rule of thumb. Um, That's just like a fiction with. rule. And also, and also, Luke's own life is not in risk, and there are other ways to go about this that mean that Leviathan's life is not at risk. Luke, I he mean, could just, for example, run away. <laughs> Luke's memory is all sorts of messed up because he also says, Luke remembered the words of Yoda, his Jedi teacher. Quote, Luke, the coming fight is yours alone. There is no avoiding the battle. You cannot escape your destiny. A, Yoda never said that. And B, even if he did, Yoda doesn't talk like that. It's, ex- it's extremely it's not like that. Even if he did, he was not talking about this. He was talking about Darth Vader. <laughs> Right. <laughs> no, I, I like not to Darth think Vader's that, Luke, that Luke is just pieces. BSing it. 
I like to just think that Luke is like BSing it in his own head. Like he just has to justify the bullshit right. he's doing. So he's like, there was this old Jedi proverb. I remember Obi-Wan telling me that right. one time. And which is, goes, just which like, is like Norway. so funny Norway. because Akbar would have been like, I don't give a shit what the Jedi said. Are we going to attack? Just let me know if we're going to attack. <laughs> like, he doesn't have any like real special like, oh, the Jedi. <laughs> no, he just wants to save the whale. <laughs> Akbar reluctantly agrees no. to this plan and then pushes the sub full speed ahead and he tries to go so fast that he triggers a system shutdown just, he would never which is a pretty horrible design he flaw. would never he's a <laughs> fucking admiral <laughs> and it's just so we can have a little bit of like oh C-3PO's gotta pilot the sub Oof, now which is very and, funny and then, and then 3PO is like no, I can't do that. And Akbar is like, it's so easy. Even a housekeeping droid can do it. <laughs> and three PO unsurprisingly still manages. To he mess instantly it up. fucks it up. Um, honestly, so funny. Yeah. <laughs> and then a giant squid appears out of absolutely nowhere. Well, because they've gone from the valley of the giant oysters to the valley of the giant squid. Obviously, <laughs> is it just called a squid? Yeah, it's just called a squid. <laughs> they literally say giant squid. All right. Not a not a squidadon. Or like a, no. or like nope. a, like a, a squid or something. They just change a letter. Squid. 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 I'm just I'm just upset overall. <laughs> Fair enough. So the whale on ship is sucking the squid in. And it's creating a whirlpool, and then the mini sub gets trapped in with it as well. well. Our tech went so <laughs> well. They went full speed ahead. <laughs> the ship turned itself off. 3PO nearly killed them. And then they just get sucked into the ship anyways. <laughs> How we doing? Same as always. That bad, huh? <laughs> um, uh, I totally lost where I was at. Do-do-do-do. Oh, um, yeah, so they get sucked in. And then we have a dramatic oh, reading. great. I have this ready. I'm ready. When they approached the part of the corridor where the Sabat game was being played, Grand Moff Hissa cautioned Trioculus, telling him that the noisy, aqualish gamblers in their path seemed to be out of control. As Trioculus drew closer, the gang of aqualish didn't even look up, let alone step out of his way. They were as rude and stupid as any aqualish he had ever encountered anywhere in the galaxy. Grand woof, Moff Hissa. Woof, woof, woof! <laughs> Sorry, that was Grand the racism Moff- watchdog. Yeah. 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 Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I was like, "Is that your? Is that your aquash? No, it's the, it's the racism dog. Yeah, it's bad." <laughs> Grandma Hissa clicked his heels to get their attention. Why aren't you aquilish at your workstations? He demanded, but there was no reply. Only a snarling growl from the loser. Damn, do a snarling growl. No. Okay. And Who? of course. Oh, oh, I'm the loser. Okay. Uh, a snarling growl. Uh, no, no, a snarling. What is snarling? No, that was pretty good. That was really good. Like really a cat? Good. Meow! Meow! Yeah. Meow! No. Um, <laughs> and a coarse laugh. That's so good. From the winner as he picked up his credit chips. Traculus's three eyes turned fiery. You are blocking the path of the supreme ruler of the Empire. Grandma Hissa shouted. Clear a path and get back 
to work now, or you'll all be executed. The one with the thickest tusks just sneered, then spit on the floor and hissed at the Imperials. <laughs> Wait, no, no. How dare... How dare you! Rage Triaculus boomed, raising the glove of Darth Vader and pointing it at the Aquilish who had just insulted him. But to Triaculus's amazement, nothing happened. The glove didn't work for him the way it had worked for Darth Vader, who had been able to choke the life breath. What? The life breath? What is is that different from other breaths? (laughs) As opposed to the regular breath. Yeah. (laughs) was able to choke the life breath out of his victims by pointing the glove in their direction. Scowling. That's not... <laughs> scowling. Dracula's raised his other hand and lightning bolts flowed from his fingertips, causing the offending Aqualish to crumple to the ground, kicking and writhing. The electricity quickly reduced him to an unrecognizable heap. The remaining Aqualish scattered at once without any further incident. Moments later, Trioculus, Grand Moff Hissa, and M.D. arrived at the captain's private quarters. Captain Dunwell agreed to depart so that the Imperial leader could confer with his most trusted advisors without being disturbed. Shaking his head in disgust, Trioculus sat down in the captain's favorite chair. When Darth Vader pointed this glove, he had the power to choke his victims. The glove is useless if it no longer has that power. The important thing to remember said Grand Moth Hissa. Is that the glove is a great symbol of evil. <laughs> that was really good. As we know, the supreme prophet of the dark side, Kadan, prophesied prophesied <laughs> that the new emperor would wear that glove. And now that you wear it, none of the Imperial Warlords can question your claim to be our new Emperor. Why does he talk so much? <laughs> and Kadan would be able to question your authority either. Once we go to Space Station Scardia. Scardia. Prove to him that you have found it. I'm not interested in symbols. I want the same power as Darth Vader! <laughs> Grandma is My lord, You must realize that those who are great slave lords are losing It could still make take many years for you to become. Oh my god, this is so long. <laughs> True master of the dark side. Don't forget, the lightning bolts don't flow naturally from your fingertips like they did with Emperor Palpatine. MD had to implant a cybernetic device inside of you so that you could appear to have the lightning power. But if you use it too many times, all that electricity could prove fatal to you. You mustn't use it anymore. Fortunately, however, the lightning device has already served its purpose. It helped us to convince everyone that you are the Emperor's son. Which is exactly what the Central Central Committee of Grand Moths wanted to do. Never forget, said with a blaze of anger in all three of his eyes. 
that when the Central Committee of Grand Moths proposed to me that I be the one to c- declare himself the Emperor's son, you Grand Moths swore you would keep the plot a secret, and in turn I agreed when I became Emperor I would share my rule with the Central Committee of Grand Moths. And I hope you shall never forget, said Grand Moff Hissa, bearing his pointy teeth. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so This dramatic reading out. is also known as Gadrin's Revenge. <laughs> Oh my god. <sighs> that we dreamed up this plot only because we had absolutely no choice. The Emperor's real three-eyed son, Triclops, is hopelessly insane, and all of our attempts to cure him have met with failure. Obviously, it's better that a trusted three-eyed mutant such as yourself not Triclops should take his place, my lord. If we were to, mit- to permit Triclops to rule the Empire, his madness would surely bring about the end of us all. MD removed a small utility case from his left side. He opened the case, then carefully took out five very tiny mechanisms, each the size of a man's finger. I can put one of these inside the tip of the glove's fingers. MD said, holding one of them up. When your glove, when your fingers press against these devices, they will give off a piercing high-frequency sound and ear-splitting pitch heard only by the one you've aimed the glove at. It will make your victims gasp and fall to their knees. Their eardrums will explode and their brains disintegrate just like Darth Vader was able to do with his own natural power. That is not what happened with Darth Vader Jewish people. <laughs> So I love I have, how we have there's so have much not, to unpack here. I have so but I love many how questions. the entire premise of this book is based off of a faulty understanding of the force. I have so many <laughs> questions. Like, oh, it was a secret power in the glove that caused them to be able to choke people. It somehow incredibly much? they managed to justify why the glove of Darth Vader is the central being <laughs> the guffin of the plot. <laughs> First of all, hissing that much has uh, made me very lightheaded. Second of all, (laughs) this is the dumbest shit in the entire world. Like, hold on, hold on, hold on. So, (laughs) Palpatine's real three-eyed son, Triclops. (laughs) Yes, he has. Triclops is not, in fact, Palpatine's son. There's another three-eyed mutant called Triclops, not Trioculus. But... (laughs) I hate it. I hate it. Triclops, Triclops is insane, you Triclops see. Unlike Triculus, who's totally normal. <laughs> yeah, super Triculus normal. Is super great slave lord. Three-eyed mutant. I <laughs> wait. So <laughs> I literally lost my shit when I read Triclops happening. I, I just put it in the book and just <laughs> could not handle it. How many three-eyed mutants are there? <laughs> that <laughs> you just happen to know another one named something very similar. <laughs> like... It got lucky, I guess. <laughs> well, thank God, because I know a guy named Trioculus who can help us out. Don't worry, he's the slaver. He's gonna be on our side. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> I... I hate this book I so much. It makes sense when, when the ruler of your political dynasty like dies, and naturally the bloodline would fall to his son. But his son is insane. You find someone else who looks like his son to take his place. They probably don't even look that similar. They just both have three eyes. 
<laughs> well, what else is anyone going to notice? And about like, no one that? else has really seen Triclops besides like the weird evil force doctors who work on. The and only nobody, thing Palpatine ever said about, about him was that he had three eyes. Right. So yeah, they're nobody like, nobody cares oh, about Triclops's like Nomi brother, Diclops. Right. <laughs> <Dyclops>. <laughs> I hate. That. I think they are twins, actually, Diclops and Biclops. <laughs> No, it'd be Dioculus and Biclops. Right. <laughs> no, Dioculus is actually not related, but they pretend. <laughs> Dioculus is Trioculus's brother. Oh my god. Yeah. I hate everything. First of all, I just want to say I'm sorry for suggesting this book. <laughs> Why? This is the best content we've had in a while. This is just so much to unpack. Keep Look, it packed. I didn't read it, nice. but... Keep it packed. This is the best book since Courtship of Princess Leia. <laughs> I wish it would never. <laughs> it's a good change of pace between uh, Twilight Company and Alphabet Squad. Yeah, I think it's a good palate cleanser. <laughs> but I just love how they're like, yeah, we can like simulate force choking. Really high pitched frequency. That just really high p- disintegrates the brains? That only hits the person it's aimed at. Which, that is. <laughs> Because that's how sound works. <laughs> there is there is a, a real tool that oh yeah there is that like you use sound and you can have it directional. Um, it's for like military police policing and things like that. Um, so obviously, again, for the bad guys, <laughs> yeah. like it's not good. This is not a kind device. So one hand shoots lightning bolts but if he does it anymore he'll probably die that's the one he's gone that ugh. how does that even work right, that's my like, question is... god knows that makes lightning go specifically out of your finger and not kill you i don't know <laughs> i truly do not know <laughs> I... so uh so back with luke and the gang uh they're trapped in the whale on hunting ship with the giant squid who thankfully was knocked unconscious by everything oh, cool. that happened oh poor giant squid uh just like came out to like squid. look for some food and ink some things and then it got knocked unconscious because the evil ruler of the empire happened to be there i mean at least at least it didn't get murdered or sucked up in the boat it it's just taking a little nap it did get sucked up into the boat. oh fuck it's about to get murdered because it got sucked I up in a little this. boat. Um, <laughs> they then they then realize that they're trapped in the storage tank with the giant cool. squid. Uh, but Akbar and R2 get them out because they're the yeah. best. And then they find Leviathor, who's in one of the tanks. And then Captain Dunwell that's just, like, standing there because he was afraid that Trioculus had bugged his room? I wasn't entirely no, no. sure where Dunwell, they were going Dunwell with Dunwell had, had bugged his own room. Which Trioculus has then used, oh, okay. and so Triocul- Dunwell has heard everything that Trioculus and Hesowich are saying. So now he's like, oh no, I know the dark secret, what do I do with it? Make profit. Profit, baby. I mean, he's a whaler, I assume he's really um, Yeah. <laughs> a whale donner. You know what, whale, if they're whale, just gonna call donner. them squid, I'm just gonna call them whales. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, then, so, Luke, Akbar and the droids, uh, ambush him, because he's just chilling there <laughs> alone, and Luke uses a Jedi mind trick to get him to take him to, a computer port, so they can get to, they can, like, get into the main computer and control things. Uh, then Dunwell is like, there's no way you'll be able to crack my code, I've spent three years working on this, 
And then R2 cracks it in like two seconds. Uh, and 3PO was like, yeah, R2 used to crack Darth Vader's codes, and those only took him about 15 seconds. My favorite thing about what? this... My favorite thing about this is that Dunwall will be like, no, there's no self-destruct in this ship. And then Nachi's like, I found it. <laughs> <laughs> Got it, liar. Because <laughs> where there's an R2, there's destruction. Once again, R2 is the um, only competent character of the main cast of Star Wars. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Uh, Luke tells R2, R2 to f- uh, free the whale dons, but then he's like, wait a second, we need to destroy the ship. How are those two? <laughs> so he's like, hey, R2, set off the self-destruct to go on in 10 minutes. Uh, so everybody okay. has enough time to escape. And then R2 sets off the self-destruct and then is looking for a way to free the whale dons, but he can't find it Why for a minute. Why would you not? Why would you not <laughs> free them first and then find the self-destruct yeah, you, after? You don't you have to go out of your way to prove someone wrong like, and then put yourself in the There's also multiple people, like... Send Luke to go up, like open the cages and stuff with the Force, while like R two and Akbar like do the work. Why was finding the self destruct easier than finding the way to open the cages? I'm so mad. Because <laughs> it's R two. He has his no. He doesn't. <laughs> um, <laughs> he does not. So you're gonna let me blow something up? Awesome. Oh. <laughs> um. Suddenly, three eyes appears out of nowhere to fight Luke. And uh, he uses his new Vader choking thing on oh. Dunwell. And while this is happening, R2, of course, of course. frees the whale dons. Okay, question uh, about whale dons. and Luke have a fight. Mm-hmm. Do you prefer yeah, yeah. whale dons or pergil? Whale dons. I like pergil because they can hyperspace Pergil? Because, like, the lore is cooler? Um, yeah, I, I think like I'm team pergil, too. Just normal whales, and they're in the ocean. I like the idea of space whales that can hyperspace travel. That's very cool. I like water I need. Whales. I guess maybe I need a visual of whale dons. Let's see. They probably just all look like Whalemer, the Pokemon. That's kind of what I was picturing. They don't look that good. Beautiful. Oh, Whaledon yeah. is apparently is a also Japanese my answer. Yeah, right? Nope, they literally just look like whales. Great. I love whales. They literally just look like whales. Perfect. Perfect. It's just a straight up whale. <laughs> That's why I'm just calling them whalers. Oh my god. Yep. Wow, they appear I'm a sure lot of I'm sure because he got Star squid content. in there. Yeah, they're actually a lot of stuff. <laughs> Oh, we should read Galaxy Damn. of Fear, the Nightmare Machine next. That sounds like a book that would be a bar alley. I would read that for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, they're in Republic Commander? Oh, they mentioned a Republic Commander. All right. So, uh, so Luke and Three Eyes have a fight. Uh, the big climax of the book that lasts for like two seconds. Uh, Three Eyes gets the upper hand and like cooks Luke with some force lightning. Yeah, he's like, I'm gonna. Uh, and he keeps. <laughs> I'm gonna. <laughs> This is the dumbest thing ever, because he's like, if I keep using this, I will die. So what I'll do is I will aim it around Luke's lightsaber and kill him first. What? <laughs> Logic! And he eventually, like, starts cooking Luke with some force lightning, and he keeps increasing the power, despite the fact that it could totally kill him. Uh, and Luke's on the ground, three eyes, his son Dunwell make their escape. As this is happening, Luke... Like, as they're running towards their ship, Luke wakes up and, like, hauls ass back to the mini-sub because he's realized he needs to cut yeah. his losses. And uh, th- and then Three Eyes is like, this isn't the last you'll see of me, Luke Skywalker. So are they running in the same hallway? there's gonna be a hallway? sequel, I guess. <laughs> like- <laughs> I don't- I don't know, it's- they don't describe it super well, or I- or my reading comprehension is I just I honestly think up, they but, probably um, do not describe it. <laughs> 
three three eyes and crew make it to it make it to a pod and Dunwell tries to get in first to prime the engines like a reasonable human being but three eyes is having none of that because no oh. one enters the escape sub before the supreme ruler of the empire the true master of the dark oh side oh my god Dunwell knows your secret bro <laughs> and Dunwell is like are you even a master of the dark side since you can't do anything without the help of some mechanical Dunwell's things really not the time and the, yeah really yeah though Really bad timing there. And and Three Eyes is, is really furious at him and leaves Dunwell to die yeah, with the ship. Exactly. <laughs> Rip. The ship explodes, sending shrapnel everywhere, and Three Eyes clenched his gloved right hand into a fist. The hand no longer twitched. It now felt strong, invincible, and ready to rule the galaxy. So I don't know if they're implying that he just has the dark side now. What you wished Who for it in because that's how the force yeah, works, right? Yeah, that's definitely how it works. That's definitely how it works. <laughs> Luke, Luke heads back to Yavin 4, where, uh, where Akbar thanks him for everything that he did, and says that there's going to be a Whale Dawn concert on Mon Cala. Arto's like, I'm <laughs> never then... going back. I'm never going back with 3PO ever again. <laughs> and, and then he does. It's like, fair. Luke, like, convinces him to. Um, at the concert, Luke is haunted by Three Eyes' uh, escape. And his promise to destroy him, and that's the end of the book. What the f- It's over! Yeah. We're free. We're free. What the actual fuck? But it was fun- it, it was funny because the ebook that we had, like, didn't indicate that the, like, the last few pages of the book were a glossary. <laughs> so I was like, what the hell is going on? It just starts becoming a glossary. Why is there so much book? Oh. Also, this book has a glossary. <laughs> Why? And one of the glossary <laughs> entries. Of all the books to have a glossary. <laughs> one of them is a Mon Calamari mini sub, which I feel like does not. Make <laughs> what? It's, I mean, there's a, there's so many entries in this. Like ten percent of this book is just the glossary. Chewbacca, a hairy, eight foot tall, two hundred and five oh. year old Wookiee who serves as co-pilot aboard the Millennium Falcon. Chewbacca, also know Chewbacca known as is. Chewie, uses his strength to assist the Rebel Alliance, usually serving alongside his buddy Han Solo. <laughs> if you don't know who Chewie is, you have no business reading this book. Is it because the author didn't know about any of these things? It was like, I'll just put in now, my glossary. It was just something somebody. It was just something somebody emailed him to give him some right, context yeah. clues. And he was like, "Oh, this is great for the story," but this. he was like, "Oh, here you go, Meg. Yeah. Valley of the Giant so Oysters, awful. an undersea valley on the planet Calamari that has been the home of the giant oysters for millions of years." I could really get that from the name that is the Valley of the Giant Oysters. <laughs> Really self-described. People keep asking me questions. I feel like my Valley of the Giant Oysters t-shirt already answers. <laughs> Getting a lot of questions about my Valley of the Oysters t-shirt. Thank you for knowing the actual meme wording better than me. <laughs> oh, now I really want a Valley of the Giant Oysters t-shirt. Me too, my friend. Me ah, too. We'll work on it. Yeah, but it's like a sp- it's like a sports yeah. team, like the Valley of the Giant Oysters. Yeah, giant Oysters. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> what do they do? They play water polo, obviously. Um, obviously. <laughs> obviously. Synchronized diving. <laughs> oh, I love it so much. I'd watch an anime. <laughs> yeah, I was actually thinking that this this I would I would watch this as an animation this book yeah yeah like like an old school 2d animation yeah. i think this would actually adapt pretty well it's so weird well i hate to say it but i kind of want to read the rest Vader, of the series 
But I kind of got to know what happens next, you know. After two episodes back with Rogue Quadrant, I'm once again leaving. (laughs) (laughs) No, but but what happened? Like, what happens? Right, because we still haven't met Ken Palpatine, and I really want to know what the heck is up with Ken Palpatine. Wait, is Ken Palpatine in the series? Triclops Palpatine. Triclops Palpatine. Is Triclops' legal name Ken? Kenneth. Kenneth. Ray just has a third eye that she just doesn't know exists. Is that why she has three buns? (gasps) Is that why she has three (gasps) buns? Oh my gosh, this goes deep. (laughs) (laughs) Shit. (laughs) The third eye is hidden in the third bun. That's why even in um in TLJ in TLJ she still has like one part of hair pulled back that's hiding the third eye. Oh my god! Yeah. Oh right god. in front of us the whole time. Oh my god! Wow, we connected. Now we dots. have to read the rest of the series to understand more about Ray's parentage. <laughs> no, Ray's. Or Ray doesn't have a third eye, and and she's Biclops. So it's Biclops and Triclops. Oh, she's the she's the, she's really the long lost sibling. How he names his children. Ooh. <laughs> so wait, there's Biclops, Triclops, and Ken. <laughs> 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 yep, that's it. <laughs> Extremely uncreative in how he names. Oh my gosh, I want to see that family photo. I want to see the the the. Uh, Farnsworth Williams version of the Palpatine family photo with their matching <laughs> autumn sweaters. Yeah. <laughs> but Triclops, Triclops, so and good. Ken. <laughs> and Ken. And Ken. Oh, it's it's the Hamilton song, isn't it? <laughs> I was literally Triclops, just about to Triclops, say. Triclops and Kenneth. The and Palpatine Kenneth. siblings. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. No. I, I kind of want to draw them in the dresses. <laughs> Yeah, you gotta do it. You oh gotta. my god. Yeah. Yeah. And Kenneth. Oh, <laughs> oh I love so that. So good. Hang on. I'm gonna tweet that. <laughs> from Robot. <laughs> it's Triclops, Biclops, and Kenneth? Yeah. Right. The Palpatine siblings. The Palpatine sisters. <laughs> the Palpy siblings. I definitely prefer my mini Oh, I could make theory. a whole version of that. I, I definitely write the whole thing want now. to draw them in the dresses. <laughs> All right, should we do listener questions? Yeah. Yeah, I think we got it. Probably. <laughs> All right. Last week, we asked, which section of Darth Vader's armor would you covet due to prophecy and why? Did we answer this? We did not. I think I think Saf did. I did. It was the cape. Oh, it was the cape. Um, I'm going I... with, I don't know what the term is for it, but I'm going with the lower back armor. What do you call the lower back armor? You know what? I genuinely the lower do back know. armor. Okay, yeah, the lower I, back. I would the lower I would covet armor. the lower back armor of Darth Vader because mm. that's where he gets his strength. That, that he has really good sense. posture. Wait, but you're not meant to lift from the lower back. You're not. You lift from the legs. Okay, so what I meant great, to say so is that fair. I would covet the legs of Darth Vader because <laughs> he's got legs for miles. I was gonna, I was gonna say the same thing because, like, I've got yeah. bad knees, and I feel like I could do with some like dark energy fixing my knees. I, I respect <laughs> that as someone with a bad knee as well. All right, so we got two people going for the legs. You get one leg each. That makes sense. <laughs> you got right or left ash. I'll take left. That's my okay. bad one. Great. Uh, oh my god, Ashley, right. are the same person. Yeah, right leg of Darth Vader. 
Ashen's my left knee too. Oh my god. <laughs> what the fuck? My right knee is worse. So. Um, I... I would... Oh. Go ahead, me. Oh, I would covet the, like, ocular part of the helmet just because, like, I think it would be very cool to wear, like, Darth Vader goggles and then have the readouts on everything all the time because i'm nosy and i just like want to know what's going on <laughs> darth oculus look through the world with vader yeah, tinted glasses yeah. i want to see i want to see what's going on i would take you know how his helmet has like a cape yes <laughs> i would take the helmet cape yes <laughs> i love it <laughs> His helmet has like a, a, has cape. a little, yeah. Yeah, right? I I know exactly yeah. what you're talking about. Luke has to remove yeah, that part want... before he can remove the front part. Yeah, I want the helmet cape. <laughs> All right, but why? Why? For the... Because it's a helmet cape. Because it looks cool. I've seen something like that before. Wait, be can I amend my answer to say that I want the egg? The Darth Vader. Does that egg? count? The egg that he meditates in. Oh, oh, that's no. We it was like no, that's, not, that's not his armor. No, he has to like plug into it to recharge. Probably, he gets like naked in it though. Like he gets naked in the car. egg. Wait, he gets <laughs> naked in the egg. So technically, that <laughs> is his armor. The egg becomes his armor. That's what right. Yeah, he is naked in his armor. You do realize that, right? <laughs> yeah, but I'm saying in his armor. Wow, that's Darth why Vader's such a freak. Who knew? <laughs> you could say the egg, Danny. I'm allowing it. Okay. <laughs> no, Surprise. Uh, Matthew McKinney said, uh, I wouldn't cover Vader's armor. I would go to Endor, collect the cremated ashes of Darth Vader, track down Luke Skywalker, and blow all the Vader dust into his face a la the Big Lebowski funeral scene. Then I'd say, congratulations, you are now Darth Vader. That sounds awful. Give Luke a goddamn complex. That's... <laughs> Have any of us seen the Big Lebowski? No. Yes, but I... I... I love I that not. movie, but I have not finished it because uh, <laughs> it was on a plane and the plane landed before I could finish it. It's one of my favorite so movies of all time. I haven't finished it, but I love that movie. Okay, no, my favorite thing about that movie is that the main character, oh god, I can't remember the actor's name, the the guy, mm. um, Jeff Bridges. Jeff Bridges. Um, <laughs> Wait. You haven't talked about Oh, it is. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Kelly was like, Isn't he literally yeah. called The um, Dude? Yeah, he's called probably. the dude. My favorite thing about that movie was watching it and being like, "This is just Luke Skywalker as an old man." <laughs> I don't like that. He is big, like he's big Last Jedi Luke Skywalker energy. <sighs> when are you gonna make you watch that movie with me? I mean, I already yeah, had a friend. I, would come with... I already had a friend who Go would ahead. wear a bathroom be- robe everywhere. I feel like I got the experience. <laughs> 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 we all called him Jeebs because that was his forum handle <laughs> but he wore a bad jeeps jeeps or jeeves 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 yeah wow yeah he was a weirdo <laughs> <laughs> yubzi said i would covet the boots of darth vader because they would be useful for walking through snow in a canadian winter oh. if i'm only allowed one boot it's still good for curling do you only wear one boot while curling or do you curl with the boot <sighs> i've never curled in my life <laughs> let's look up images. I love how just like bombastically Canadian this yeah, got it wrong. Like... We don't mix them up for being from New Zealand. <laughs> Yubsy's real bad. bad about that. Ooh, we're sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. I love Canadians so much, and I really do apologize for that because Canadians are 
my fave. The accents are just wow. So when I went curling, there was like there's like a, a piece that you put on one shoe that you helps you slide across the ice, and the other shoe is it's like up. So maybe oh. that's what this is. Yeah, that's right because they do the thing. Well, uh, only the sense. person who's throwing the stone, the curling boot. Mm. Abigail said I would covet okay. the jaw portion of Darth Vader's mask for its power to imbue me with talent for the harmonica. <laughs> <laughs> that was I mean. one of the prophecies, yeah. <laughs> Did I think Abigail included the picture of Vader with his helmet off where it literally looks like... Yeah. It looks like <laughs> it, it does look like... It does look like he's harmonicking as he dies. Har- harmonicking <laughs> is the <laughs> verb. <laughs> Harmonica. Ash, correct me. What is the correct verb for that? Yeah, you're a musician. Why do, why do we say this? <laughs> to, to I believe the it's playing the harmonica. <laughs> How do you conjugate harmonica? harmonica? At the same time as you, Ash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's harmonica. Should I get my harmonica? Yes. <laughs> I mean, the answer to that no, is always not. yes. It's in a drawer somewhere. <laughs> it's. A, I have a kazoo within reaching can, distance. Can you play the not have a kazoo within reaching distance. <laughs> It's Ash's superpower. <laughs> That's like me and scissors. I, I always Kelly's, have a pair of scissors nearby. Kelly's uh, suggested on the verb for it is harming the moniker. So there we go. <laughs> oh, I don't oh, like no. um, Ash, I don't like the time it. that I had a kazoo, I did not understand how to play the kazoo, and then I broke the kazoo trying to figure out how to play the kazoo. Wait, how did you not understand how to play the kazoo? <laughs> it's literally the easiest <laughs> instrument you could play. You, I did not understand. How were you fucking that you had to hum? <laughs> you hum into it. I didn't know you had to hum into it. I thought you had to blow into it. And I was like, why isn't it making a sound? So I broke the paper in it, because like, maybe that will fix it. <laughs> Needless to say, I threw the harmonica away. <laughs> not even harmonica. harmonica. I threw the kazoo away. <laughs> And then years later, you remind me of all of my worst music students in the best way possible. <laughs> and then years later, I found out that you play the consumer humming into it. And I used to, like flashbacks, and I was like, "Oh, that makes so much more sense." <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. Ash. Oh my oh. god. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, are we? Are we? Are we ready to move on? I thought Ash was going to play the Imperial March on the harmonica for us. I have a kazoo. <laughs> Bravo. I love that. That's, that's yes, I new... do have that right next to my computer. Why do you I think ask? We have our new Rogue Pod that's intro. Be the new Rogue Pod intro music that <laughs> Danny's adding all of our new recordings into. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> Rustic Eyebrows said codpiece should be self-explanatory. It is. It's not. Just, Thank you. It's not. He has no dick. <laughs> Thank you, Rustic really Eyebrows. <laughs> oh, the eggplant emoji? Yeah. A rebel a to the end said his cape because it was foretold that a fashion apocalypse was imminent and that the cape was the only way to protect the fashionistas of the galaxy. I like that. Huh. It was foretold. Same brain. Dinner leader said, I would want his chest control box in order to fulfill the prophecy of bringing the galaxy together through sick electronic beats. <laughs> his chest piece is yeah. just a drum machine. I love, I love that so much. Oh, that'd be such a cool cosplay. <laughs> that would be a really cool cosplay. Talk around. Oof, this this uh, listener response is going to make you real busy, Ash. I'm sorry. <laughs> Jason Flat said his red eye socket because I want to see the world through his rose-colored glasses. It's <laughs> funny. It's <laughs> really funny. Uh, and Jason also wrote us an acrostic poem about a basilisk that nobody ever told her she couldn't fly. 
uh, based on, I believe, my comment that they hate being compared to basilisks. (laughs) 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 It's really good. So thank you for that, Jason. Mike said his chest armor piece, how it is... It is a reverse reference to Anakin's Clone Wars outfit is awesome and ties both characters together. Oh, that's a really honest answer. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Mike. Mika said the armor around his left little toe. <laughs> it is widely known in the Empire that Vader's single most destructive and awe-inspiring demonstration of his force powers occurred after he hit his toe trying to kick a mouse girl. <laughs> oh. Well, I'm glad he kicked his toe. I'm glad he hurt himself doing that because it was instant combat. It's definitely rude. Seriously. <laughs> Like Liam cool. said, like, "Wait, does he have like armor <laughs> toes? <laughs> yeah, he has armor vibram five fingers. He wears steel toes." <laughs> the little, a little-known fact about Darth Vader is that every individual piece of his body has its own piece of armor. I mean, he underneath did, the he did have his legs see. cut off. So <laughs> that's true. That's yeah, true. why does he need individual toe armor? <laughs> he doesn't have toes. For the indiv- hey, they gave him individual toes. Did they? I want them to feel better. They, yeah, and they each get a little bit of armor. <laughs> no, Palpatine just wired his like prosthetics into the pain centers in his brain. Yeah, he He's a dick. <laughs> he did yeah. do it. Liam said, "I want Darth Vader's helmet so I could wear it and have everyone be like, oh no, it's Darth Vader,' and then take it off and be like, nah, it's just me.' <laughs> <laughs> is this the most? <laughs> is this the most pure listener response we've ever received? <laughs> I think it is. Oh. I just want to like pinch That's Liam's so cheeks weird. and be like, "Oh, you can't because he's wearing a Darth Vader helmet." I know it's a Darth Vader helmet in the way, and I'm like, and "Oh no, it's Darth away Vader!" In fear. <laughs> no, it's just that me. is so cute. Like wearing t-shirt and jeans. Oh no, it's Darth Vader. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, Darth Vader's here. <laughs> it must be Casual Friday on the desk. You'd be like, who have I just Vader to this party? Oh no, it takes a time. I was like, oh no, it's Liam, oh, yay! That's cute. Nathan said, I want the boots, because these boots are made for walking. That's just what they do. Prophecy states that one of these days these boots are going to walk all over you. <laughs> very good answer. Uh-huh. I love a simple joke. Dark Sapien said the harmonica inside its helmet is said to play the most beautiful tones. Sadly, Vader's damaged lungs left this claim untested before his death, <laughs> and after the funeral pyre, Luke Skywalker denies Ewok legends about a strange melody from the forest have a- having anything to do with it. What? Darth Vader's wow, ghost is hanging see. around the forest playing the harmonica? <laughs> is, is that <laughs> folk? That is that what I mean? That would be a more logical story than the one we just read. Is, is that <laughs> the Ewok version of folklore? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> He's just chilling playing some harmonica. He's having a good time. I love this so much. <laughs> Especially if you imagine that it's the force ghost of uh, Revenge of the Sith Anakin who's doing it. Right. That is what I'm just, imagining. It's extremely cute. Just, and sadly. Just like sadly. playing sad blues songs for Padme. <laughs> oh, God, I love this so much. And all the Ewoks are like, ugh! <laughs> Annoying! Get over her! <laughs> Bruh, you killed her like. 25 years ago. (laughs) (laughs) Done. Get over it. Oh, boy. And finally, Bentham's icon said the belt, or as Bart Simpson would say, this isn't a belt, it's a tactical pants retaining system. (laughs) (laughs) That's really what Vader calls it. But is it made from a wolf hide? (laughs) 
That's my oh, question. We can only hope. It has to be. It's the best thing you can make a belt out of. Yeah. Especially when you take the whole woofer and make that one belt out of it. <laughs> That's what I wanted, alright? I don't know why I'm still catching grief for this. Forever! Years later. Forever. <laughs> I love this. I love woofers. You need something to hold those cargo shorts asked- up. The question has what I wanted to do with the woofa hide, and I answered it. If you want something else, that's fine. I wanted a belt. I would like to give a glistening buddy uh, to Liam. Yes. I would like to give one to Jason. I'm going to give mine. For the poem. It has a beautiful poem. I'm going to give mine to Abigail, just because I like harmonica. I don't know. Um, I'm. I'm giving mine to Sapiens because I love that idea. Yeah, I was just gonna of, say we have to give one to Sapiens. Of Hayden Christensen too. doing if, folklore. If Meg, if Meg, if Meg hadn't given one to Sapiens, I would have. I was waiting for Meg yeah, to decide because I'm like still torn. Yeah. Um, so I am gonna say I'm gonna give one to Jelly. Yeah, I knew you were. Really <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, there you go. You made up for last week. Everybody said last week. Uh, every week it made me mad. It. Yeah, it made me yeah. mad. That's all I remember. It was the best list of arms, forearms at the end of the forearms yeah. at the end of the forearms. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> that and was very funny, too. About honestly. the Russian nesting doll, <laughs> arms upon arms upon arms. I hate it. <laughs> I'm so sorry for bringing that back. Um, all right, this week's question. What is triocul- <laughs> triaculus a metaphor for? Any t- uh, time to properly craft this answer. Yeah, me too. And you call something good for this. Yeah. yeah. You can, and look, listeners, you can do Triaculus as a whole, or just like Triaculus's third eye. What does the third eye mean? Um, whatever, whatever feels right for yeah. you. Interpret this as you will. Yeah. Whatever the text, however the yeah, text the is. Sacred the, Jedi there's text. plenty to pull from in the text. <laughs> the sacred, yeah, wait, was from. the sacred Jedi text just the club of Darth Vader? <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Like Luke started reading and I was like, oh, pass. It's like Luke's memoirs of Big Love of Darth Vader. <laughs> the sacred Jedi text. So before we get to our outro, a quick reminder that oh. in a little less than two weeks time, Sunday, August 30th at 8.30 p.m. Eastern, we will be appearing on the Star Wars Celebration podcast stage. Woo! Discussing... We've got a great topic that we're ready to discuss. It's going to be awesome. It's, so, it's going to be so good. We're going to, we'll tweet out the YouTube link for you to join us. It's going to. It's just going to be. I'm a, still a, a so really honored great night. that I'm so honored that Star Wars let us back. Truly, to do this again. Anaheim is going to be really great. <laughs> All right, is it my turn? Can I? Can I do my outros now? Okay, people are nodding. Good. <laughs> okay. You can hit us up with answers to our question. On Twitter at Rogue Podron. Our email is roguepodron at gmail.com. Our website is roguepodron.com. If you want to know more about the weird buckles and folds in space and how to iron them out to be nice and smooth, you can pledge to us on Rogue Podron. Nope. On patreon.com slash roguepodron. There it is. <laughs> Damn it, I was doing so You were doing well. so good. You didn't say tumblr.roguepodron.com. I was doing so good. I remember when we were at tumblr.roguepodron.com. <laughs> no. <laughs> Actually, it's rogpodron.tumblr.com. My bad. It's been a while since I tumbled. I made that mistake the other day trying to find Tumblr. (laughs) 
<laughs> Didn't we um, used to be like you far, can find far us? away radio.com backslash category backslash road dash podrons? <laughs> yep. <laughs> that used to be us. That used to be us. Now look at us. We have our own website. This is so exciting. We also have our own feed, which you can find on iTunes, Feedburner, Stitcher, Podbean, Pocket Casts, any of your favorite podcasters. We are on them all, except for the ones you have to pay for. Um, <laughs> which I'm sure you do not use either. <laughs> like the glisteners are not using that service. They are not. I don't know why we tell we listeners to find us, considering they're listening to us. But anyways, write and review us on iTunes, because that's the only app you can actually rate us on, unfortunately. <laughs> and we have... A review this yeah. week. Yeah. Yay. Oh, I'm so happy. Yay. Um, the reviewers, a laugh riot group that deserves as much attention as Cornhorn reserves for himself. Yeah, that's so much attention. Bye. It's my lap. <laughs> uh... Just roll with it. Just Five roll stars. with it. What's, what's your lap? Five stars. All right, my challenge for us is to figure out if this is a positive review or a negative review. Like, I know there's five stars. <laughs> this, is already, this is already very funny. I'm going to try and get through yeah, this without laughing. Luck. Okay. To be clear, these fans do not seem to have a vested interest in the continuity of Star Wars canon and legend. <laughs> it's like an understatement of the year. <laughs> that is the best description I've ever heard of. Us. Can you put that as our Twitter brother? Please, it is so good. Please include rather, the to be clear. <laughs> yeah, to be clear. Okay. These fans do not seem to have a vested interest in the continuity of Star Wars canon and legends, but rather a continuity for running gags and groaners that come with a lot of these longtime Star Wars mm-hmm. authors. Whether it's looking at trashy romances or priceless bromances, mm-hmm. the focus is in the finer details of the franchise's ever-expanding literature. I always listen in when I play my Star Wars Yield Republic MMO, and their dissonant voices still remind <laughs> me why the social aspects are dissonant. <laughs> the social aspects of fandom truly exist. To bring awkward attention seekers together to laugh, not be into the tiniest of details. <laughs> I.e., what would a date night between Isan... I forgot going to say name. <laughs> Isard. Isard. And the Emperor really looks like. The answer may surprise you. <laughs> Warning, do not listen if you are driving a vehicle. Also, you do not want to have to explain your uncontrollable Googles to anyone, and I mean anyone. <laughs> you can't, I love this review. You can't there explain are so many Googles. sections of this so that much. we need to put in our Twitter bio. It's going to be I hard to pick. Love This is definitely like one of the top really reviews we've ever gotten. <laughs> if we gave our reviews like r- ratings, I five would stars. give this review five yeah, stars. Absolutely. Five stars. Absolutely. Five stars. Yeah. Five stars. <laughs> I'm gonna print this out still. Right. Away. Well, this is very to good. bring awkward attention seekers together. <laughs> it's so true. We sure are awkward attention seekers. Rogue Pod bringing awkward attention seekers together since 2015. <laughs> we are being so cold out in this review, and I love it. I so much. love. It. You don't have a podcast because you don't love attention. <laughs> That's true. Right. Thank you so much. Exactly. It's my life, and you have like two Libras on here, so. Like... Of course. <laughs> he got Neris too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, listeners, next time on Rogue Padron, we are going to be doing a surprise movie commentary to wrap up this very exciting season 17. <laughs> very long season that has taken so long. Right, for so, you know, we want to bring so it back. Long. Bring it back to to wrap it up. <laughs> so for now, this is Rogue Padron signing off. Pash out. Uh, cats, cats, cats.
Oh, okay. Before we start recording the episode, I need some new uh, tracks of all of us saying our our intro lines. Okay. Great. So, does everyone remember what their line is? Uh, this Steven. is Rogue Leader. All wings report in. There you go. Saf? Uh, Rogue Steven checking in? I don't know. <laughs> standing, standing by. <laughs> okay. And Adam, no, use that, especially the I don't know at the end. Uh, Rogue Seven checking in. <laughs> All right, we, I, we don't have to do this in any coordinated fashion. So Meg, why don't you say your line? Okay, this is Rogue you Leader. Like, get nope. into character or anything. <laughs> <Is that> one- <laughs> <laughs> why aren't you taking this seriously, Danny? <laughs> This is Rogue Leader. All wings Tonight, are Tonight. Pl- God Rogue damn it! <laughs> <laughs> this is Rogue Leader. God damn it! <laughs> it's been a while. It's been a while since I got one of those. That's what she said. Yeah. Honestly. 